Welcome to Player One on Sin. I am James, and I'm here in the studio. Welcome to Player One on Sin. In case you're unaware of what Player One is, and well, you might be, Player One is the video game radio show here on Sin. So we get to talk about a bunch of things here video game related maybe not but in case you're wondering about where you can find us maybe right now you can find us around so many platforms 90.7 fm dab sin.org.au and at twitch at sin underscore fm you can find us on the socials at player one sin on twitter instagram youtube and tiktok also on the podcast platforms, those being playing Player One at Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, but we've got a fair amount coming up from the show tonight. Well, obviously, we've got our new and new releases that have come out. Coming out, I should say, over the next week. We've got the playlist. Where's my coffee? Pay for your sins. We've got the Sin Radiothon that's coming on right now. I am your worst nightmare We're talking about NPCs. What more could I want? What do we think is coming out through the next th- the year as well as a quiz? So definitely stay tuned for that. But we're a gaming show and we have plenty of gaming related stuff coming up throughout the show, including some music. And we're going to start off with, oh, it's, it's, it's very renowned in the scene for uh, being a very good one especially for an indie game, and that's First Steps by Lena Rain, and that is from the Celeste original soundtrack. Right now, you're listening to Player One, and you're listening to it on Sin. And welcome back to Player One on Sin. I am James, and I'm joined in the studio with Jesse. Yeah, well, at last, anyway. It's, uh... Oh, I wouldn't say at last. It was... You haven't been... It hasn't been that long. It's only been the intro. That's it. Yeah, well, travel woes. They are how they are. It's, um... Yeah, very frustrating sometimes. I'm glad I made it eventually. That's the important thing. <laughs> well, you're here now, and it's time for the new and the news. Essentially, I'm just looking at this run sheet, and something has happened to this monstrosity <laughs> that has just butchered the layout so i think so i'll take the news me. yeah okay um our, our our run sheet in case you're wondering behind the scenes what's happening we have a run sheet that tells us you know what we're doing today it's kind of useful to have a plan you know so we're not rambling for two hours on nothing and you don't and that isn't the show because that would be rather boring don't you think well sure yeah but i i yeah, I really thought I was, I thought I was going nuts, or my laptop was gravely malfunctioning when I when I first read this thing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what's happened where. here either. Um, but anyway, we'll just dive 
into it. So the news that's happened in gaming over the last week includes that Blizzard has announced a new the Blizzard's announced that the PVE mode that they initially said was going to be with Overwatch 2 is no longer coming. We'll talk about this more later in the show. The next Mortal Kombat has been revealed, and it's Mortal Kombat 1. Um, this will also be supported for longer than Mortal Kombat 11, so fans, don't worry. It's not going to be supported for as short of a time frame as Mortal Kombat 11. You get a bit more, a bit more time to deal with it. Nintendo reveals that Tears of the Kingdom is the fastest-selling Zelda game ever, selling over 10 million copies, which is actually more than the Wii U console ever sold in its lifetime, and this game sold it itself in three days. Is it really now? I mean, I'd, I'd heard stories about the Wii U's uh, commercial, I guess we'll call it commercial reception, um, but... Gee, I mean, I had I had never assumed it would have been quite that dire. Not to take away from Zelda's uh, accomplishment, because it is a um, it's obviously been a, a great grand success. Huge. Well, I, I believe it's also well and truly um, beating Elden Ring in terms of how fast it's been selling as well, which has been insane. The next season for Splatoon three is coming June first. The Sizzle Season brings a new mode, Challenges, which is the equivalent of LTMs we have in other online games, those standing for limited time modes, in case you're not familiar with that terminology. The update will also bring new clothes, songs, new multiplayer and summon run stages, two new weapon types and more weapon kits. Pac-Man 99, the official Pac-Man Battle Royale game, will cease its service on October 8th. And three Mario games will join the NSO expansion pack. Super Mario Advance, Super Mario World, Super Mario Advance 2, and Yoshi's Island, Super Mario Advance 3. These come out May 25th on Thursday. There, there is probably one thing I would like to add uh, in terms of... Um, you, uh, you let off with news about Overwatch 2 supposed to be receiving something that it now isn't. Um, I thought it was going to wind up on here, but... On a, a very similar track, I have a I have a little bit of a bone to pick with um, the uh, folks responsible for releasing news about the release date for Pokemon Home. Um, as far as Scarlet and Violet goes, um, folks who may not have seen this, uh, yeah, the Pokemon Twitter um, let people know that the Pokemon Home uh, compatibility for prior generations was supposed to be releasing over May 23 and 24, which would be, well, that would be tomorrow and um, and Wednesday. Uh, and then a few hours later, retracted it and said, actually, it's, 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 it's absolutely not going to come out that day, the 23rd or the 24th. And in fact, we still don't have any idea when that is going to be happening. So uh, stay tuned or something. <laughs> Just retract the date in, in its entirety. Yeah, it was... Um, it was uh, absolutely baffling. Uh, I've been I've been waiting a fair. I know I'm not the only one who's been waiting a fair while for that. Um, and we're back to square one now, as far as information about it goes. So your uh, your yeah, Overwatch it's like, Two news he, brought me it's back like, to that a bit. It's like your dad giving you a, a Christmas Day present and then just throwing it in the fireplace. Well, sure. I mean, I'd like to think that eventually uh, 
the Pokemon Company would retrieve Pokemon Home from the fire and... Would be nice. ...present it in its intended state in a reasonably timely manner, but... um. Yeah, I don't know. Time's ticking. I'm certainly disappointed. <laughs> Time is indeed ticking. Now, Jesse, do you want to take away the new releases? Because, wow, there is a lot coming out over the next week. Yeah, what a week we've got coming up here. Um, I, th- I think after at last week, Tears, and the week before, Tears of the Kingdom, and now that Tears of the Kingdom's kind of faded out a bit, people have gotten used to it, it's like, yeah, game companies are like, yeah, we know that would sell. We know those relief people are going to buy that, so they'll wait their time. And this is where we really get the slam dunk of the games. Yeah, based on last week's list compared to this week, it, it really does feel as if the community uh, or the developers sort of overall wanted to give Tears of the Kingdom a little bit of time to breathe and avoid uh, their own projects Give it a breath of the wild. Um, but yeah, we've got quite a week coming up, folks. Uh, today, Monday, May 22, we had Inkbound and the release of Paranormal Hunter. Uh, tomorrow, May 23, Amnesia the Bunker, Blooming Business Casino, Bread and Fred, Farming Simulator 23, a staple title there, Ghost Pier Season 1. I had to look that one up. I thought for sure it was spelled Ghostopia, but that's that's actually the correct. There's no O. It's actually meant to be that word. I couldn't believe that. Uh, Glitch Busters, Stuck on You, Miasma Chronicles, Minigame Madness, Planet of Lana, Puzzle Bobble Everybody, another Puzzle Bobble game in 2023, Star Trek Resurgence, and uh, I know those in my circles will uh, be looking at this keenly, Warhammer 40,000, Bolt Gun, uh, anything those people make at the moment is being just eaten for breakfast among my group, so uh, I expect that to do well. Wednesday, May 24 is Dark Quest 3. And then Thursday, May 25, another long list here. Above Snakes, Cassette Beasts, Crimen, Mercenary Tales, hopefully that's pronounced correctly, End of Lions, Evil Wizard, Hello Good Boy, maybe my favourite title of the week here, Hello Friends and Friends Happiness Parade. That sounds like a very, very happy thing. Hello Neighbor, Search and Rescue, Railway Empire 2, Shinobi Non Grata, Solasta, Crown of the Magister, Palace of Ice, uh, which should, I know, get some attention as well. The Case of the Golden Idol and The Lord of the Rings, Gollum. Um, I think the Hello Friends one, I think I did a type on that. That's that's Hello Kitty and Friends. Hello Kitty and Friends. I I would have really liked to think it was actually called Hello Friends and Friends because that... (laughs) That's actually a good name. Absolutely, that would have made me want to buy it. No doubt about that. Developers, here, take a hint. Hello Friends and Friends. We want a game called that. And across the weekend, we go into Friday. Dice Legacy Fitness Circuit for Spoken Intent, who we trust. International Secret Agent... Sean the Sheep, if you can believe that. Home, Sheep, Home, Farmageddon Party Edition. It's the longest title on the list. Sean the Sheep. Wowie. Uh, The Blind Prophet rounds that list out. And then across the weekend, we have uh, After Us, before we circle back to next week, Everdream Valley on the date of our next show. Monday the... It is the 29th. I keep getting my dates mixed up. But, uh, yeah, that is a... uh, so a chock-full week of new releases for you out there. If there's not one game on that list that you, like, that doesn't interest you, I'd, I'd recommend you to take a look again, because th- what, there's, what, 30, 40 games releasing over the next week? 
Yeah, um, it's absolutely chock full. So if you have any passion for indie games, um, I am sure, certain, there is one game coming out for you. But a game I know I love is the song we have coming up next, which is Splat Attack by Seaside. And that's from the Splatoon 3 original soundtrack. You're listening to Player One, we're listening to Player One. Right here on Sin. Exactly. More by the warning was a song you just heard. And if you hear wanna hear some of those songs that sound similar, the Sweet 16 is the best place to find all that, and that's where that song is from. Every week, Sin puts together a collection of 16 songs that you get to listen to, tune to, enjoy. We also put all of our songs from today's show in a playlist on our YouTube channel. Search Player One Sin and find this week. That's Season 2, Week 5 for 2023. But now, it's time for the playlist. And in case you're new around here and like, what's the playlist? It sounds like something you play. Pro tip, while we are a radio show, the playlist segment, we don't play any songs. It's about the games that we've been playing throughout the last week. And Jesse, what what have you been up to throughout the last week? So I, I, I really wanted to have a different answer to last week. And um, we all go back to them. The reason that I don't see it wasn't in my hands this time. It was it was out of my control. So <laughs> that's what they all say. It was out of my control. So for those who listened to the show last week, uh, I was running down the. Uh, I was running down the upcoming releases, and there was a game that was scheduled to release last Wednesday. It was called WrestleQuest, and I harped on it a bit. Um, I I talked about how the title had caught my eye, and I thought, um, why don't I know more about this? I ought to be taking a look. And uh, so the following day was Tuesday, I did, and that was the day before... um, it was due to hit, and then on the Wednesday, on the day that we had slated for its release, uh, I saw a post from their developers informing us that the game was going to be pushed back by uh, most likely two or three months. They said uh, to the summer. Oh. They said to the summer, which would mean um, most likely July or August, as far as we're concerned. That that's really interesting to push back a game when it's releasing in a few days. Yeah, I I, I don't even think it was that far away. It was um. I did not see it coming, and I... <laughs> you wouldn't no. that close to the deadline. <laughs> no, uh, so it, it, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't just me that caught off guard, so uh, I was disappointed that I didn't have that new sort of... Uh, that new arrow in the quiver to bring to the table this week, because I... Uh, once I looked into it a bit after I, I talked about it on the show last week, I, um, you know, I had built up some anticipation, and then um, it's all disappeared, and it's going to be... Yeah, quite a while, probably, until we hear anything else about it. So I, uh, I was left empty-handed, and I was disappointed. So I had to, I had to go back to what I knew. Um, hmm. Maybe they discovered like some really groundbreaking bug that just it was in every single part of the game, and they can't figure out how to get it out. So like, yeah, we need a few months for this. Yeah, it was a. Um, <clears throat> that's really weird because by that point, it's not like your game. You're making. You need more content for your game. Your game's done a few days. That, one one would hope. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's probably some quality control thing that that just got missed. 
Yeah. At, at that point, I would think like you you would have had everything in order except basically for slapping the price tag on the front. And even then, that only applies to, to physical copies, and that's uh, not all games work like that these days. So it's um no. yeah it's it was disappointing for me. I uh, I wanted to have that that new arrow to talk about. So that um, so that's what you didn't play. How about what you did play? Well, once I had to come to terms with that disappointment, uh, it was time to um <coughs> it was time to hop back on the. Uh, on the usual grind, I did a, a lot of complaining about uh, the the Rocket League rank system on last week's show, and then Got proceeded to back into it. Proceeded to learn absolutely nothing, yeah, and um, hop on it. I think almost every day, except for except for today, actually. Um, so I played Rocket League one day out of it. Yeah. Um, I actually did a few of the ranked matches, but I'm still unranked. I did not play enough to get a rank. Yeah, it's 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 tough. It's uh, you, you don't know what you're gonna get with the ten placement matches. It's so all over Especially the place. It's my first time ever doing ranked. I'm 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 just doing it for the sake of curiosity. Like, how bad am I at Rocket League? Yeah, I I still I'm what like twelve hundred hours deep. Something I'm not booting it up again. I'm like twelve hundred hours deep, something like that, and I I still avoid the vanilla ranked modes. I I just the the party modes are fine for me. Um. But yeah, I mean that was that was what I had to come back to. I uh, I tried I tried to diversify. It was out of my hands. What about you? Um, I've continued playing through Split. Um, not well, yes, I have played Splatoon. I'll talk about that later. Um, but Tears of the Kingdom, I've continued. I've held off on heading to the final boss. I've done. Um, what I'm aware of as all of the. Um, prelude to get up to it um, with my objective saying yes you must destroy him um, but I'm just trying to hold off to sketch shrines go through it have you ended up getting Tears of the Kingdom yet? Uh, it's still it still hasn't entered my household yet but unlike last week I did actually get some in-person exposure to it over the last few days and um, yeah I mean I uh, I got to see a couple hours worth. Um, I was at a friend's place, and yeah, I mean the the appeal is the the appeal is obviously understandable. Uh, it is very entertaining to watch people um, fall short repeatedly uh, doing certain puzzles over and over for a period of oh, I want to say over an hour. There is <laughs> there is a great deal of humor in that. Um, so yeah, I mean. Uh, my hands are still clean of it, but it was a very positive first experience. Some of the games I also touched a little bit over the week. Um, I touched a bit of Fortnite, given they added their ranked mode, touched a bit of Fall Guys to finally to experience their creative mode, um, and some of the creations people made are interesting, to say the least. Yeah, I was curious about that, how uh, how in-depth they allow you to get when it comes to the, the building aspect. I haven't, tu- I haven't touched the building aspect. I've only touched the playing aspect, so I can't attest to the building part yet. I'll I'll try and get to that when I can. Um, and I also did a little bit of Splatoon um, of the weekends because they had a what's called in the community as a golden rotation. Essentially, in Salmon Run, it's where all the weapons are Grisco weapons, which are the most broken weapons in the game. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Salmon run. Salmon run's very fun when that comes around. But so, people still got to be good though. You still need cohesion. Yeah, that, that can be sorely lacking at points. Oh, it can be. It can be. But it was still fun to have every single round. You get a overpowered weapon that just demolishes enemies at the cost of half your ink tank going with every single shot. Yeah, what's not to love? <laughs> what's not to love indeed. But now it's time to head into another song. The next song we've got coming up is Yoshi's Island, which is actually not from... This song isn't from Yoshi's Island. It's from the Mario Kart 8 Booster Course Pass, and that's by Nintendo. And you'll send a player one on Sen. Doomsday by Binky was a song you just heard, and before that was Yoshi's Island by Nintendo, and that's from the Mario Kart 8 Booster Course Pass. You're listening to Player One on Sin with myself and Jesse. And Jesse, where's my coffee? I don't know, I got here late. That wasn't my job. Where I'm going with this uh, is that Blizzard has cancelled Overwatch 2's PvE mode, which is kind of interesting, given that that was like one of the main, if not the one of the only new things that was coming with Overwatch 2 as, a com- as opposed to Overwatch 1, which they then forced everyone to move over from um, since you can no longer do Overwatch 1 now. And it's like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. So it's a... Why? <laughs> yeah, so I... Um being the consummate media professional that I am, I uh, I got in and had my first look at the run sheet about a minute before we went to air. So I already kind of jumped the gun with where I was going with the uh, uh, with the Overwatch news and the the greater theme of um, plans being stunningly and unexpectedly pulled out from under the rug of players across the past week. Because boy, I seem to have experienced that a lot in the last few days. Um, so yeah uh, but from 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 a vantage point specific to this game I'm just wondering why I as someone who has not touched Overwatch uh, who has seen plenty of people get involved in it but has never uh, physically gotten involved with it himself why is it that I do not seem to be hearing like anything good like anything positive around this game as a whole it, that can't just solely be because of the internet being the way that the internet is i'm i, I really am baffled i haven't i haven't gone this long without seeing something that everybody just unanimously seems to like about this game with any game since maybe like the first two weeks of Cyberpunk when everyone and their mother was was stomping on it because of uh, the innumerable technical issues that were present uh, when it first launched. But that was two, three years ago now. Um, I, I don't get why, uh, why... Why do I not hear, seem to hear like any positive things about that? And, and this isn't going to help. Like This isn't oh, going to no. make people happy. Like, what's the deal? Like, you raise a good point. Like, 
Obviously, we've had the um, management issues from Blizzard. Um, obviously, that's outside of Overwatch, but it's oh, yeah. still very much Overwatch. Um, there's been people being forced to move over to this new platform and then not exactly getting proper compensation for all the money spent in the previous one. Um, and then there's this new thing where the major update that was promised to come, they've just said, yeah, no, we're not doing that anywhere anymore, but you're stuck here anyway. Um, like, obviously there's be- there are some improvements um, from Overwatch 1 to 2, um, as far as I'm aware, like some quality of life things that got some improvements, some graphical improvements, etc., etc. Um, but as someone who is used to be really interested in Overwatch's, like, cinematics, like, Overwatch was the first ever gaming cinematics I watched without actually playing the game. Um, like, that was before I watched any other, um, story-based game, like, their story, because I didn't own the console, because I did that with Detroit Become Human, I just watched people's playthrough of that, because I didn't have any way to play it. Um, Overwatch was the first one I actually watched game content for, for a platform I couldn't reach, and I really enjoyed all the cinematics and the effort and the design of that, um, and the PvE mode would be absolutely insane for creating this world of Overwatch because um, the PvP mode doesn't seem to be too too much related to the actual lore. I again, this no, I, I might would, be I would, incredibly I think that's true of too many too many games like it. I might be incredibly out of the loop here, so I am all for getting slammed here. Um, but from my perspective. Um, the PvP mode really does not seem to align with a lot of the lore-based stuff we get in the cinematics. A PvE mode would be absolutely insane for that, but... You'd think it would help with the sort of story immersion, so to speak. But it's like, it where's can- my coffee? Yeah, it says cancelled. So I, I I, don't think this is a, a WrestleQuest or a Pokemon Home situation where it's going to... Uh, where they'll consider bringing it back at a certain point when it's more polished or whatever. Like it, it the indication seems to be, nah, it's in the it. trash bin. That's that's it. It's not coming, and um, they're they're gonna have to know that's going to earn them plenty of backlash. So they're, oh, absolutely, they'll have to be ready for that. There's there's nothing else to be said. Yeah, uh, we're just sitting here waiting, and in the meantime, let's go. Let's go to a song while we're sitting here waiting. And I think, I think, I think you can't slow me down. That was a horrible segue. Terrible. Yeah, Overwatch to Valorant. Why not? <laughs> can't. Like many players. <laughs> can't slow me down by Romani and E-Boy and Groovy Win. And that's from the Valorant original soundtrack here on Player One on Sen. Ding, ding, ding. You've reached the checkpoint. And we're actually on time. Well, yeah, we're actually on time this week, instead of doing it five minutes early. Indeed, and just to backtrack for just a second, the song you heard just before was Anything by VG, and before that was Can't Slow Me Down. If you ever want to find all of these songs, you can find it on our YouTube at 
player one soon. You can also find other social medias that we have, those being Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all at player one sin but yeah it's the checkpoint it's the top of the hour it's in the studio at 9 3 p.m so pretty on time pretty on time but the checkpoint means is that we're halfway through today's show and yeah we still we still got a bit coming up but if you do want to listen to us into some of the maybe not so live platforms we do have all of our previous shows on the podcast platform, so is being player one at Omni, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. And maybe you're listening on those podcast platforms. Like, hmm, maybe I want to listen to player one live. Maybe. Do you think that'd be a good idea? I believe I can endorse that without damaging my reputation. Thank you. I I, I accept your endorsement. Um, you can find us on so many platforms, those including 90.7 FM, DAB if you're in Melbourne, Nam, sin.org.au, we get the live audio feed. And if you want a live video feed, oh, you got Twitch as well, at sin underscore FM. And we got a, we got some stuff coming up through the show. We got a, we've got, what more can I want? Well, we're going to talk about some of the things we've got coming up what we want coming up throughout the year I am your worst nightmare some of the things that we've done to some of the NPCs non-player characters in games and we have a quiz and today's quiz is going to work a little bit differently to our previous quiz we're both going to play well that's a relief because uh, any any change to the format is appreciated after how badly I did last time (laughs) I've set the bar nice and low that that that's fine. We can we can we can jump over hurdles. But in the meantime, let's head back to another song. The next song you're gonna be hearing is Light Up by Coven. And that's from the Rocket League Swide Swipers playlist. You're listening to Player One and Player One is on CineFM. Torn by Jacka and Grace. Menemy was the song you just heard, and you are on player one, and you are on sin. Now, it's time. We've got a big season of gaming coming up ahead of us. We've got the PlayStation Showcase coming this Thursday, May 25th. We've got the Summit Game Fest coming June 8th. We've got the Xbox Showcase coming June 12th. And we've almost certainly got a Nintendo Direct coming over the next month or two. It, it, it is the season for game announcements. So, what more could I want? The season announcements coming so soon. What unannounced games do you want to see make a return? Or... What type of new IP do you want to see? And to those just in the loop, um, an IP is essentially just a new type of game, a new series of games. Yeah. um, So what I found, uh, I talked to a lot of people who who watch a lot of current movies and things of that nature, and and the trend I've noticed is that... um, 
nostalgia is is king i think uh it, it very much seems like what's old is new again in large parts of the entertainment industry and i mean goodness the mortal combat is is Mort- being all dressed up and, and trotted back out there and I even earlier tonight I read out a puzzle wobble title that's coming like that's it's it's still alive and kicking somehow. Um, so I well, went Zelda, Zelda and Mario are very classics, enduring, enduring franchises. Um, so I talked about the Summer Games Fest last week. I do not have the list in front of me to verify whether there are any companies on the list that would make this in any way realistic, but um. People who know me know that when it comes to games theorizing, I'm a little bit of a dreamer. And so my nomination is probably a uh, 20th anniversary reboot of The Simpsons Hit and Run. Okay. Um, That's not what I expected. It is probably... Well, yeah, very, very strong odds to still be my favorite game of all time. Um, it was one of the very first that I ever played on the uh, original Xbox. It's yeah, it's something that holds up, and I uh, not to uh, not to spoil myself out here, but I uh, do plan on talking about it again before the show is over. <laughs> um, but look, I mean, the show—if they insist on continuing on the show until I, I don't even know what's going to convince them to stop at this rate. I think that a uh, I think that revitalizing and representing by far its most successful venture into the games industry would be fair compensation for the fact that they are now at what like season 35 36 it's just it's yeah it's insane. People have wanted it to stop for a very long time but this uh this would make it up to me, I think. Um I think this would be perfectly fair. Um, yeah, it's a nice, lovely round number, 20 years, um, since it dropped through Vivendi Universal and Radical Entertainment. Um, I'm not sure Radical is still around, uh, so there may be some hassles there, but, um... I'm sure you can always find just, like, maybe a a different developer to... Yeah, that's that's what That's always possible. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Crash got a bit of outside help when, uh, they relaunched... Um, yeah, nostalgia sells. Even well, even going back to Zelda, like the three D remakes were done by a different company. They weren't done directly by Nintendo for like Ocarina of Time three D. Yeah, I, I think a bit, I think a bit of a bit of assistance will help bring it into the new age. But I, I think that as far as the core mechanics go, there's not a lot you really necessarily need to change. It'll you could throw a new coat of graphics on it. Uh produce everything else the exact same way and it will sell uh in absurd numbers that is uh i think that's virtually assured if they were to give that a crack um yeah that that's an easy nomination for me what about you um i mentioned this last week um but i really do see a mario game getting announced very soon yes indeed that would be nice that would um be nice. preferably a mainline mario game would be very nice but it, like I'm very much, we have no new. We haven't had a new Mario in a long time. Regardless if it's a spin-off, it's a, like the last even spin-off was Mario Strikers, I believe. Yeah, Battle which, League um, was uh, not very successful. Well, I'm sure it possible. It well, I'm a fan it, of. The, I'm it would have. 
I'm a fan of the sport. I enjoyed that for what it was. Um, it would have got sales. Yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's obviously very, very different from mainline football franchises. Um, it, it probably but, made its money back, but it, um, it yeah. wouldn't be very great. No, and I think they're probably running just about running out of sports that are popular in the majority of the uh, the Earth's nations to actually to actually riff on. They're they're probably going to have to circle back to a direct mainline entry sooner than later, I would think. Yeah, um, I don't know. Other than that, like I expect we'll see our regular um, yearly releases. Like we just had FIFA come out in the last week. Um, let's, let's see another, um, Call of Duty, probably. Um. Yeah, you can always count on that. You can always count on a few things appearing. I, I do want to see a new, um, AAA IP. Um, from the likes of either Nintendo, Xbox, Xbox directly, rather than necessarily, um, an Xbox studio or PlayStation directly. Like we haven't had like have Xbox and PlayStation released a new IP recently? Cause if they haven't, then from the big three, the kind of newest successful IP is Splatoon. That is we haven't had a big new successful yeah, it's been IP. a bit. In a, in a <laughs> long my time. Brain here. Yeah, no, it's uh, no, it's been a bit indeed. Although a direct hasn't been announced, you'd expect them to muscle in on the action around that period because, I mean, yeah, you can plainly see everyone else is getting busy. Like, the one thing that we do know is that um, Ubisoft has confirmed that over the next year they'll be releasing eight new games, some of which will be returning, like, reiterations of the game, while some will be new IPs. It's just like I don't I don't know what we could see. But you know, do you know what I can see? Go on. I can see a song that's coming up. I can see a star. Ooh, I like this one. Star Walkin' by Little Nas X. That's from the League of Legends World's original soundtrack. Just a warning, this is a little bit explicit. Got some naughty words in it. But right now, you're yeah. listening to Player One. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Onsen. Prescription by Remy Wolf was the song you just heard. And that's from the Sweet 16 playlist. You can hear that every Sunday at 5 p.m. And before that was Star Walkin' by Little Nas X. And that was from League of Legends World's original soundtrack. This is Player One on Sin with James and Jesse. And now... I am your worst nightmare. We've all seen Tears of the Kingdom and how much the user base loves to uh, be nice to Koroks. Now, beyond Tears of the Kingdom, because I know Jesse, you still have to get around to it. What types of things, in general, we're not limiting ourselves to Tears of the Kingdom, have you done to NPCs, so non-player characters... Within your gaming life, like, I'm sure you've got a few stories of some things you've tormented your NPCs with. So, uh, in the previous segment, I mentioned that I was going to bring up 
hit and run again. Um, and uh, there was there was a lot of messing around to be done when it came to the the NPCs and and um, sort of general town population. Well, you can judge by the name "hit and run." Yes. So I, um, this would often be super laborious to set up and honestly probably way more trouble than it was actually worth just because every bit of physical contact with an NPC results in filling up the hit and run meter but um, on so on the opening level on, on Homer's level of the game there is uh, next to the quickie mart there is a fire truck with a ladder um, that functions as a ramp and you can avoid um, a couple of the turns in the center of town by going over the ramp on the, the ladder of the fire truck and flying, you know, to your heart's content um, over towards the, the elementary school. And I, as a kid, because I guess I just had nothing better to do after a certain point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like where this is going. I would take the several minutes that it would require to not only have to position the NPC in just the right spot by, like, repeatedly uh, kicking and nudging it with the car so that it would be sitting right at the foot of the ladder of the fire truck, uh, but then also having to just stop and do nothing for, like, 30 seconds at a time so that the gauge would go back down and you wouldn't trigger the police hunt. Um, so this was this was way more time-consuming than it should have ever turned out to be worth, but... It was well, wonderful. That's what the best things are. The, the the best things are the things that take the longest time. It was wonderful to find the to, to have unlocked the fastest cars imaginable, uh, take an absurdly long run up, and then um, just absolutely obliterate the NPC going up oh, the ladder and up the ramp. No. And it would it would sail off into the horizon like the football going through the field oh. goal. It was. It was so satisfying despite the like unjustifiable amount of time it took to execute <laughs> but i was i was always so pleased with myself when it came off just right and all this talking that i've done about hit and run tonight has has tempted me to go back and and try and do it again i'm sure i, I can, thought you now, were about to say has tempted me to go do some hit and runs now now that i'm 25 it will hopefully uh not take like 20 plus minutes like it did when I was 10 but um that was always a personal favorite of mine I don't know about you like oh the classic is always throwing off the penguin in Super Mario 64 like that is the the OG of tormenting NPCs weirdly I could never bring myself to do that despite the intricate detail I just went into I, I never could live with maybe maybe that's something you need to do something you need to do before <laughs> just get, the, get the monkey off the back. Yeah, I, I never could just live with myself doing that. I couldn't bring myself to consciously just dispose of the penguin. Like it did, like it didn't, it didn't hurt me. At least the NPCs would insult me. You couldn't, you couldn't throw me. the penguin off the cliff. At least the NPCs would say mean things to me if I hit them with the car. But the penguin, the penguin never wronged me. Like, wait, so let me let me get this right. If the NPC tells you it's a bad thing. That makes you more likely to do it. Am I getting this right? Well, so- sometimes they're sometimes they're mean. They call names, and so it just it it heightens the desire to see it end 
the way that I know it's going to end. But the penguin, the penguin doesn't do mean call-outs or insults or anything. It just sits there and it's a, it's a poor, little adorable little thing. I feel bad for it, to be honest. We, we did get someone in chat who mentioned in the Twitch chat um, the Minecraft villagers. Oh, you've opened Pandora's box now, you have. I'm not, I'm not going to dive too much into it, but... Oh, the amount of things people have done to that with creating, like, farming strategies, yeah, even just I, regular griefing, taking their property. I hadn't thought, I yeah, I hadn't even thought about Minecraft, but it's that, yeah, that would have been worth a seven-minute segment on its own had I had I realized ahead of time that this was going to be a feature because I, I could have gone on all night with some of the things that I've seen, but never directly perpetrated. I just want to put that on record. <laughs> I've merely been an accessory. I guess the main thing that I've done personally in Splatoon 2, there was so people move around, um, people you play against move around in the hub world. Yeah. And a technique yeah. you can do is by go- going in and out of your squid form, you can move these people out of their regular spots. So there's a way to move them. So they walk into the, um, the center, like the battle lobby and the game is designed and that that is an actual flaw so you can you can theoretically and i've done this make your friends willingly walk out of the world huh that's gee that's baffling i've never seen that attempted i never saw that attempted in splatoon 2 that's yeah i mean like you points for originality there that's a completely new one to me that's a, that caught me way off guard, that is. <laughs> so if you want to have your friends walk out of the literal planet by sinking through the floor, uh, do it in Splatoon 2. Yeah, well, that might be a good reason to go back before they uh, before they revamp uh, Salmon Run in the current game. <laughs> but while we have been talking about a bunch of things, obviously people are still tormenting Koros, Tears of the Kingdom. I'm sure people will find more adurous ways to send them to Satan's gates. But one way to do that is to skip it right in the face of a Gleok, which is the soundtrack you're going to hear next, is a Gleok battle. And that's by Nintendo, and that's from the Tears of Kingdom original soundtrack. And you're listening to Player One on Sin. And the song that you just heard was Spiky Boy by Surprise Chef. And that's on the Sweet 16 playlist. You are on Player One on Sin, and you've reached the end of the show for this evening. Well done. You've cleared the boss, you've beat the final dungeon, and you've reached the end for this week. We've still got a lot more weeks left of this season. It's only week five, and there's ten total. So, there's more to come. And don't miss out on any of it, wherever you may be listening to us on live, whether that be at 90.7 FM, DAB, sin.org.au, or on Twitch at sin underscore FM. It's been nice interacting with some of the people in the chat today. Um, you can also find us on our social medias, those being Player One Sin on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also find the entire playlist from today's show if you want to listen to all the songs that is on our YouTube. And if you want to listen to the actual, you know, talking part of the show, 
those are on the podcast platform. So it's being player one at Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. But thanks, everyone, for coming along tonight. It's been great being here in the studio, talking along. Unfortunately, Jesse did have to leave a little early, but, you know, it happens. You still have me. You still have a show. We still have one more song left for you before I pack up things and, you know, dart, head to my bed, do life things beyond just gaming, because, you know, that has to happen. And that final song is Era 403, Paradise X Paradigm by Asian Hideout. You have been listening to Player One, and you are on send.